Welcome, 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 or welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I am Zen. I'm Katharina. I am Kristen. And this is the podcast where we discuss worldwide travel and the art of finding what's around that next corner. One of the first questions I always get from my friends and colleagues um, whenever I talk about traveling around the world is, do you speak the local language? And if not, how do I and my wife and my daughter manage? And I'll give you a full disclaimer. I actually speak two languages. I speak English and I speak bad English. I'm a little <laughs> bit more fluent in the bad, en- nice. bad English. Um, so... Um, I think I have a lot of insight. You know, we I've gone to many, many countries, and also Kristen and Katharina have as well. So um, we thought it be, might, might be interesting to offer you guys, our listeners, some of the tips and tricks that we use to navigate around another country mm-hmm. when you're not bilingual. So right, stick around after the sponsor break, and we're going to give you those tips right away. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. So, uh, tips and tricks on how to get around um, in another country when you don't speak the language. So I always make everyone else start first. So this time I'll I'll pony up. Oh, okay. Well, is that all right? Yeah, yeah go for it. <clears throat> it. Actually, most of the time I do that is because I'm taking notes and trying to furiously write, <laughs> come up with some yeah. ideas. All right. No, You're prepared okay. this time. Um, I got a couple ideas. Uh, first one that always has been my favorite is <clears throat> there's a program called Google Translate. And you can get it on your iPhone or Android. It's an application um, you need to have internet access, and what it does is it accesses your camera on your smart device, smartphone, and if you hover over another language, uh, the take a essentially hover the video over um, something that's written, it will actually replace the text with English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you go walk up to a stop Pretty sign, cool. you yeah. put this program up against it, you have your phone like you're taking a picture, yep. all of a sudden whatever language it's in will all of a sudden appear on your phone as in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen it work in Chinese, Japanese, and Spanish. Um, I can't remember any other languages I've worked mm-hmm. tried it out on. But it makes for really good use when you are trying to eat at a restaurant yes. and you have no idea. That's when I've used it. <laughs> like exactly. Japanese, re- like I, you know, sometimes you go into a Japanese restaurant and they they are not trying for um, tourists. Yeah. They're, they're not. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you just pull it out and then you point to that one and then you're good to go. Um, my second favorite one is um, I don't use it very much. But I, it's incredibly effective if you use it. There's something called Just Point, another book called Pointed or um, Wordless Travel Book. So these are little tiny books or flashcard kind of things. Hmm. And they have images on it. And so like they, some of them have like one, like a thousand or so different images. So what you can do is you can open it to the restaurant page and point <laughs> to the chicken and let the waitress uh, know you want a chicken. Or I want a chicken. And then you point to the sandwich. I want a chicken sandwich or you point to the train and it's like you kind of shrug your shoulders like you point, which direction train? and you point to the train 
everyone understands pictures and icons. And these are usually the size of <clears throat> um, maybe large flashcards um, yeah. or their pocketbooks and stuff like that. So it's something that you can keep in your back pocket, point to the picture, and anywhere that you're at. Um, it's for last-ditch resort. Everyone understands what an icon yeah. is. So smart. On first, like, hearing, I get it. Like, airports and a lot of international places supplement with icons. Mm -hmm. But I also wonder if there are some cultures that the way we represent things would be different that they wouldn't understand. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, uh, even yeah, the drawing of a chicken is a drawing of a chicken. And it's like the live chicken, right? Not like chicken <clears throat> meat. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> yeah. it's a cooked chicken. But well, see, I that's the thing. Maybe people cook chicken differently and would say <laughs> it differently. I would think no, no, it would be like an actual like a animal. Whole chicken. A cooked whole chicken. Maybe it looks like a turkey. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> like, maybe that's a big turkey. I don't mm. know. At least I'm just trying to poke holes in this, yeah. but it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I mean, at least it... It will further you along if you have absolutely nothing. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's so. a good thing to have for, like, if you're allergic to anything. Yeah. Like, have a picture, like, if you're oh, allergic to nuts. And then, like, it. show a person choking and then pointing <laughs> to the nuts. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and pull out a picture of an EpiPen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or just have that, I guess, pre-translated. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. good. But. So, oh, nice. So those are okay. right. I mean, there's, I, there's tons other. My, yeah. my last one is marry someone who speaks another language. There you go. That that's, helps that's you a lot. Good. And with visa issues. It just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I mean, <clears throat> granted, it does help, but you still can't know every language. Do you know what I mean? There's like, no way. Right. So it's like I've traveled to places where... I can't use any of my languages, and it's like you're, you know, in in my good faith to try for other. Speak? Like, How many languages do you speak? Um, <clears throat> do you count sign language as speaking one? <laughs> Your choice. If so, then four. Wow. Uh, to varying degrees, mind well, I, you. I, I speak truly. I mean, I speak English and very, very halting first grade Spanish, maybe. Okay. So I mean, it's maybe enough to get around and find mm. a bed and like a beer. Yeah, that and that's all you stuff. need when you travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, food, yeah. that type of stuff. But yeah. but um, and then like I guess I should I shouldn't say it's like I know a little bit of a bunch of languages, sure. just a tiny little right. bit. And but I tell you what, the best thing I've ever seen that you know what works the best is smiling and being nice. Yes, sure. And well, does that work in like places <clears throat> like Russia where they're not friendly? I don't know. <laughs> I know they'd be like, "Why are you smiling?" Yeah, like honestly, <laughs> our, our old coworker Jessica would tell me how. She felt like they were very off-putted by her because she was so smiley. And oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I haven't tried it there. Okay. But <coughs> most of the rest of the world, you'll be okay. Okay. Well, you know, I'll say this. That's kind of in that vein. When I uh, studied abroad, um, we traveled, you know, as much as we could. So, I ended up buying... Um, uh, like, Europe phrase book. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, most of the main languages there. And every time I would go somewhere new, I would learn how to say things like, hello, please, mm-hmm. thank you, yes, no, and counting one to ten. And that helped so much. That was, like, enough for everything you need when you're interacting with people. Um, so memorizing that stuff before I got somewhere was huge. Right. Um now that phrase books are kind of archaic and you don't really carry these books around so much anymore, um, there are like one translator app that I use. It's just called iTranslate. Um, and I really like it because it has a lot of languages. And from what I've seen, it's been pretty accurate and helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The only thing that I get annoyed with by it is when you have languages with gender. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you're you're translating it the other way um, and it doesn't tell you like the gender, you're not sure which it's translating to. Mm-hmm. You know, because like whatever, <clears throat> if you use a certain gender, the word means something. But else. I think it's but, forgivable. I mean, like if oh, they totally. were speaking, yeah. I'm sure they'd figure word, it out. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, totally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. Or Canadian. <laughs> One of the two. No. They don't have the bad rap. We do. Um, so it's just called iTranslate. And then when I was in Japan, this is my favorite app. I still use it to this day, even though I don't use Japanese. Um, it's just called Japanese. with like <laughs> Japanese with an exclamation point. And it helps you learn the characters and it helps you... Um, Write them as well. Okay, no. Hiragana and katakana. Okay. So it goes through in such a great way. It teaches you the vowels. And not only it first shows you by sight and you you say what it is. And then it helps you draw it. And you get to practice drawing it first, like Tracy. And then do it on your own. And it'll stop you if you're doing the wrong stroke the wrong way or whatever. Um, So I I have that for my daughter, but it's for English. But this is great for Japanese. So... um, now, when I went, which was last October, it was still very hard to find English. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard that it's getting a lot better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I went outside of Tokyo, so I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But, e- okay, but anyways. Well, um, no, I mean, honestly, like mm-hmm. in Japan, anything outside of the hotel can be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll agree it's a, It can be a gamble. <laughs> um, but uh, because they are going to be hosting the 2020 Olympics, they are doing a lot of now mm-hmm. um, bilingual signage. So I think it's getting easier for English language speakers um, for that reason. But even at like the Shinkansen train station, mm-hmm. um, it didn't have English of where your train was. So some of them. I couldn't find them. Huh. But no, I, no, no. It depends, yeah. it actually, it depends on the station, I've noticed. Some mm. of the stations have them in English and Japanese, and, and some, some of them are just, just Japanese. like Japanese. Maybe so, more regional trains or something. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind yeah. of just inconsistent. So Sure, exactly. And I think <clears throat> right. that was kind of the trend. So even though you're just learning Japanese, the characters, which are syllables, mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't speak Japanese, it might not help you, but it would help me identify... Um, the city names because oh. I could sound out the syllables and figure out the city names on the trains, um, certain directional signs and things like that. Um, and I just love the app because it's so fun to practice the mm-hmm. um, the characters. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you will be screwed in Japan because of kanji gets thrown into <laughs> everything. So you can memorize the hiragana and the katakana and then I spoke to a Japanese person. She told me, if there is a kanji symbol for it, we just use the kanji. And that is like memorizing 20,000 characters. So good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Chinese. Right. Exactly. So, but then imagine like interspersing like your Japanese characters with the, the kanji. So that's rough. But I do recommend the Japanese app for like doing the characters. And if you just want to, you know, be able to sound out certain things. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. So what I do is just Google Translate. I have it. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's yeah. The best. Um, I used it kind of as a last resort, though, because mm-hmm. I like having fun and like trying to communicate with someone <sighs> speak English. That novelty wears on me really fast. It's like fun the first day. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, no. It was I, mm-hmm. funny thing that happened was um, so I always had my phone, and when I was in Japan, I even bought um, like a wireless router. Ooh. So I could have like Wi-Fi nonstop just yeah, in case. Totally. Like if I'm walking alone and my phone died, like my data isn't working, I'll mm-hmm. have my pocket Wi-Fi. And 
I probably mentioned before, but like when I travel, like I can't use the restroom. Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> I thought I mentioned this before. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it was yeah. before me, but I need to know what that entails. So, like you like, can't I, use public bathrooms. No, no, like or? the the travel, like I can't uh, go, and it's, it's like yeah. days and days, and yeah. I'm in pain and I can't eat anymore. Ugh, yeah. So I was in. China. It's the plain food. I told you they like put in the like maybe that's anti laxatives. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Bring your own snacks. It's, oh it's God, like filled okay. with ammonium. <laughs> no, but I, I read somewhere that they do that okay, so that I'm not everyone's it, using it... the restroom and stuff. Okay. I'm going to, next time I go okay. somewhere, I just won't eat there. And see if it changes anything. Bring, that helps. Bring yeah. your own food. I'll bring okay. my own food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was in China for five days, didn't use the restroom. Oh. And I finally got to Japan and I was like, okay, like I need to find a pharmacist. Like I cannot oh. like function yeah. anymore. And then I went to the pharmacist. I'm like, how am I going to tell them like what I need? <gasps> and my phone wasn't working. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like by myself. And I'm like, how am I going to explain to this pharmacist like what's going on? Yeah. So I was like planning, holding my stomach oh. and like like making facial expressions. Like uh, I'm in pain. Yeah. And then she was like asking, are you pregnant? Like drawing a baby. And I'm like, no, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, the best thing is just like, you can just tell me. In, like, English or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, that would on, be great. Oh, you get in there? Yeah. <laughs> so then she would, like, do baby, and I'm like, no. And I, and then I would, like, just start doing, like, more pain symbols, and I would start mm-hmm. drawing stuff. And then she, she did speak English. <laughs> she did. And oh, I was no. like, are you serious? Because <laughs> I didn't start off saying, because she was, like, Aww. she was, like, a pharmacist, I don't know, like, in her late 70s. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just going to not even say anything. I'm just right. going to draw kidding. stuff. <laughs> That's even that is. I would just start drawing pictures. She's <laughs> like a Saturday Night Live sketch or something. And I was, like, drawing, like, a toilet and, like, my stomach. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you're constipated. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she speaks English. Oh no. That is And then she gave me a whole lecture about how that's so bad for you. And then oh. like <laughs> so was, Do you not travel like with like a laxative? So or I always do, but I didn't pack it. Okay. And yeah. then in China I was like, I don't know, like I'm just gonna wait until I get yeah. back home in Japan. And then in Japan I was like, Nope, I'm going. Oh because in no. China I couldn't find a pharmacy and I'm like, okay, this is just well, and, and, okay, I mean, Sorry. this is completely going sideways, but um, pharmacies around the world work so differently. Oh, yeah. So, like, in what Chile, you can get from certain ones <clears throat> and can't at others. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, I wanted um, ibuprofen or something yep. like that. And in Chile, I actually had to go speak to a pharmacist. It's mm-hmm. like here, you just walk off. To yeah, the over the counter. Over the yeah, counter, it's yeah. O- over the counter. It's like ibuprofen, Agile. Any type mm-hmm. of drug, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter how benign it seems to us, in South in Chile specifically, you have to go talk to a pharmacist, and yeah. they, they immediately get it to you. Yeah. But it's like, oh, that's different. And I wonder, yeah. and you wonder, how did this come about that yeah. in the United States yeah. we have such a different system? Same in Poland, like even <clears throat> vitamins, like oh, you really? have oh, to wow. like go and talk to them. It so. might in France, it is like any kind of drug, but I don't know about vitamins. I never. Yeah. Huh, so you, maybe the United States is a little bit unique in that. So yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Well, that actually reminds me of this story. It's kind of about language, so it fits in. But when I was in Paris last year, I landed with a horrible headache. So the first thing I did was go to a pharmacy and got, I ordered with the pharmacist, like, you know, headache medicine or whatever. And because this was a work trip, I needed to save all my receipts. So I asked her for the receipt, please. And she gave me the weirdest look. And... 
realized, oh, you want the receipt and handed it to me and corrected me because what I had actually asked for was the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) I said like, la recette, s'il vous plaît. And she was like, huh? And then she gets me like, le receipt. And I was like, oh, yes. Like I had asked her the recipe. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I won't forget that anymore. That's funny. Yeah. So. So yeah, Google Translate overall. Best one and like a little pocket book too, like phrases. Like when I went to France, I had like a little pocket book, and then I feel like they really appreciated it that like I would open it up and like like ask them. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever it looks like you're trying, people are always sympathetic. And the thing is that when you're traveling, there's so many there's so many tourists who are. It's funny because strangely enough, I don't know if you've heard this. Um, Americans were for a long time kind of like oh the dirty Americans you mm-hmm. know when they travel it's it's actually now the dirty Chinese really really oh yeah because oh. Um, China has found has a newfound wealth so there's a lot okay. of people who are come are traveling for the first time hmm. and they don't know the etiquette. I always um, see them in their groups, and they're very like respectful and contained. But, but when they're traveling, no. So the thing is, they like for actually this was about five to, and and this is not. Now it may have changed quite mm-hmm. a bit, but like they would go on the plane and take all the pillows. Oh what? You know, what? They, this, like these, they didn't understand. It's like no, no, that's not a complimentary pillow. That's a pillow to use when you're on the plane. They would be taking the blankets. They'd be taking the pillows. They go. Doesn't it? Country, isn't it like obvious, <coughs> self-explanatory? Yeah. Like one pillow on each seat. Well, and no, no, they take them with them home. All of them. Oh, take all things home huh. with them, like, and like the blankets. And so, actually, China has mainland China. I've read has now some. Educations oh. um, to educate like travel education, tra- yeah, travel education, and this is a mm. proper type of mm. etiquette mm. when you're in another country because we want to uh, look good, you know, yeah. or, or not, sure. not to be a sore thumb, you yeah. Know? And so, you know, it, it's you know, so we we've we've been replaced. Yeah. But anytime you know that you show that you're trying, it's like yeah. you're yeah, not just good sign. Yeah, it, it just makes yeah. it, you know, it just brings goodwill. I think. Do you guys ever get like? The English speaking guilt. Meaning? <laughs> I guess not. I like, n- <clears throat> I think everyone understands no one can know all the languages. Right. But I always feel guilty resorting to English, even though, because I feel like, oh, I'm just an American who's not trying, but it is an international language now that anyone would, if they don't know the language, resort to English as like the first fallback. Sometimes you'll see like a Japanese person speaking to a Spanish person. Right, in English. the bridge language is... Exactly, it's English. The bridge language is English. And as I've noticed that more, I feel less guilty, but it'll be like, if I'm in a place... I mean, for instance, like Europe, I would rather try to communicate with French before English because I just feel guilty. Like, uh, it just has to be English because I don't know. You, do you <coughs> ever experience you know when, that? No. Yeah. Okay. When even when I'm really like, sensitive to the idea that Americans are lazy and don't try and only speak English. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I speak. Like I said, I don't speak any other languages well. Yeah. But when I do speak to someone in, like, I was in France recently, and people would try to speak to me in English, and I would speak back to them in English as well. Mm-hmm. But I would try to put as much French words into. Mm. I would ninety five percent English mm-hmm. and five percent French. Mm-hmm. 
just to show that I'm I'm trying to yeah make yeah. a little bit of an effort yeah. you know just because and I and I tell you what it's I think it's pretty obvious it's just like I I'm embarrassed a little not I wouldn't say embarrassed but it's like I'm sorry I don't speak right French right. it's like and then I would speak as English and then try to put as much mm-hmm. French into the conversation as I could yeah and the the French <clears throat> bless their hearts are notorious for. Not having as much patience with non-French speakers. Did you have that issue? In So in the region I studied abroad, Bordeaux is the Southwest. So that's oh. notorious for being very like kind of closed, cold people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but when I went to Paris, I would have the best experiences because I did speak French. <laughs> and they were just yeah. overjoyed and rolled out the red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Even if my French wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, I think They're happy I mean, when Paris, you try. Is, mm-hmm. yeah, Paris sure. is great. but I, No, I we, we had some horror stories of... How we were treated because we we didn't speak French, you know, perfectly, or they were just annoyed Jeez. that yeah. But it, it was funny because I remember one time we were my friend and I were in like Vienna or somewhere. Anyways, long story short, we were lost and we saw a tour bus of people and all their little tour guide books were in French. So we're like, oh, perfect, we'll go ask them whatever. So we were speaking to them in French and they were so nice and so helpful. I'm like, oh, I guess you just gotta like get them out of France, you know? And then we found out they were from Belgium. And we're like, oh, that's uh, why they uh, were so nice to us. Uh, they weren't French. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is really, really funny. Yeah. In France, though, side note, I was lucky when I was with my mom. We were speaking Polish to each other and we were in mm-hmm. line at a bakery. And then the French workers were like, oh, you guys Polish? We're like, yes, yes. And they gave us free croissants. What? what? And I was like, yay. How did... I gotta be Polish to get a free croissant? Were no, they was, Polish or something? No, they're Aww. French. I was like, that's they're so just nice. nice. Yeah, I was Aww. like, that's awesome. But then when my mom went to order a baguette, I don't know if I mentioned the story. A baguette was like the traditional uh, mozzarella, basil, tomato. Mm, so good. I but it was like one. a pretty long baguette. So yeah. my mom ordered it in English. And then she asked them to cut it in half. Mm-hmm. And then they yelled at us. They're like, you Americans <laughs> want to change everything we make. We're not cutting this baguette. It's perfect. He's like, voila. Like, the baguette is perfect. What you Do see is what you it. get. Yeah. Wow. So we just took it. And my mom was like, wow. <laughs> what <Okay>. just happened? <laughs> that is so French. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything's an art form, including food. Yeah, so don't cut the baguette. Don't cut ask it. them to uh, cut yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, I learned, like, I guess they don't want to do anything outside of their job description or something like I've heard. Not do I. <laughs> like, like, if they're just there to make the baguette, that's what that's they're going to awesome. do. They're not going to cut it for you. Like, you have to go and cut it yourself. Oh, wow. So, like, if you need change, they're not going to give you change. They're not a change machine. Like, if... I make the baguettes. Yeah. Wow. So oh. I heard that. I'm like, I don't know how true that is, but it did happen with our baguette situation. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And they right. threw a knife at us. What? Like a plastic knife so we can cut it ourselves. Well, that's all you really needed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you tell them we're not American, we're Polish? Uh, Try to play another card. We already spoke. Oh, English, yeah. yeah. Sir, in Polish. Oh, I thought you didn't understand Polish. Yeah. <laughs> and then my mom, she is really good at uh, making accents. So, oh, like, nice. She knew how to say, like, where's the restroom in French? So she, like, had this really good French accent. We were at uh, a museum, uh, Pompidou? Yeah. Pomp- George. 
that museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really had to use the restroom, so I um, asked them in French. And then the lady was, like, super nice and yeah. was like, it's over here, blah, 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 blah. And my mom's like, oh, I don't actually speak French. <gasps> my mom couldn't oh, understand. No. She was hoping she, the lady would just point. Yeah. And she didn't point, and then she's like, oh, you're American. Oh. And then, like, and we're like, we're so sorry. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Look at the treatment you get when you do speak French. <laughs> yeah. So when you go, for sure, know some phrases. But then when you don't know how to respond, you're just, like, yeah. slightly embarrassed. You're like, I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. What to do. Oh, wow. my God. Noted. So basically, you can fall back on English everywhere except France. You need yeah. to learn French. <laughs> I, you know, I just came back, and my experience was so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, this I was never, ten years ago. So and you know, and, and they I actually have heard yeah, that sure it's that. changed quite a bit. So and then and, and they're hosting that. sorry twenty twenty four Olympics. Yeah. Oh wow! Wait, I, did, I had no idea. Which one are we? Twenty twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they better get used to all those tourists. Well. France, I mean, Paris is, I, I really had a spectacular, I mean, I've had heard those types of stories in mm-hmm. the past, and I've heard, and then I've spoken to quite a few people about before we went, and um, everyone's like, no, it's no longer that way, and, and I was still very cautious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, like, some local, fr- we stayed in a local French hotel that was not in the downtown part of Paris. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just like these, you know, like these rooms that were like 10 by 10 for three people. Yeah. You know, and and everyone was fabulously nice. Mm-hmm. We just, every single person we interacted oh, with great. Was, was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, I have had a different experience more recently. And sure. I, I hopefully that's more indicative of what they're yeah. like. Yeah. I'm, I mean, <clears throat> anywhere you go... There's always going to be That's people who are rude. Happen, yeah. There's always going to be people who, who are, are nice, yeah, friendly, who will help yeah, you out. yeah. Okay, I'm going to go on the last fallback before we close this up. Okay, the last fallback I have is there is no shame if you're uncomfortable doing all this. It's like at the last resort, go get a tour, oh. a local tour. So I have like, um, and and this is the funny thing is I've been to like my family's from Taiwan and I've gone to Taiwan something like dozen two dozen times already. Mm-hmm. But when I get taken around by my family, they don't know anything about their city. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm always like, how do you not know? And then I think to myself, I'm like, yeah, I don't really know much about LA. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. Thing. yeah, I have a cousin who lived. <laughs> Born and raised in Rome. I saw her when she was about 35, and she had never been to the Vatican. I have a a family member who lived in New York City and had been there for 10 years Mm -hmm. and never had been to the Statue of Liberty. So the thing is that um, there's no shame in going and finding... And actually, I tell Mm -hmm. you what, I've been to San Francisco dozens of times, and then one day I like had nothing to do. My wife had a conference, and I just took a tour. And it's like, I learned so much, and I had been there a dozen of times. Mm -hmm. So I, I always try... if. If um, lots of places I like to go, it's like I, the first day I like take a really quick tour mm-hmm. just to kind of get the basics. Yeah. You have yeah. a, a tour guide who generally, oh, well, no, a tour guide is like, look, they're foreigners. This is my this is my living. Yeah. And they really work hard to tell you a little bit about those, the different places. They speak English to you and give you suggestions. And then you go back the next day to the places you yeah, like the best. The and now like. you're already a little bit informed about the area. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to take tours. My, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'll give you, I don't do it all the time you know and Mm -hmm. sometimes i never like we went to paris didn't take a single tour but the one uh, i like viator 
um, dot okay. com. Um, they have them in China, Taiwan. They have them in China. They have them worldwide, and they work with local um, agencies, so you don't have to work nice. with the local agency. Oh, wow. So um, that's a. I'd say there's still no shame if you're going to a totally foreign country. Not. Once you get there, take a quick tour of the yeah. pro- of, of the area, and you know they take care of all the transportation. Yeah. You don't have to think. You get to follow that guy with a funny yellow flag (laughs) (laughs) or gal. You know, I even, I mean, like 10 years ago now, there were these free walking tours. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they're all over if they still exist. Mm -hmm. You know, these were in like the biggest cities in in Europe. And we loved those. Mm -hmm. Those are the best. Those are the best. And uh, be prepared to like tip your tour guide and everything. But loved and learned so much. And you're in like these, you know, old cities right in the downtown heart of it. So much history. and. Loved, we just loved it. it like colored the rest of the trip yeah. so we loved trying to find those and I remember we stayed in a lot of hostels and the hostels always had the brochures for like the free walking tour in that city if it existed if you go to most cities you can find their main tourism place and mm-hmm. they like usually have a tourism center Yeah, and that tourism center usually has a physical location mm-hmm. and every country I've ever been to they, that physical location has free walking tours. Oh, cool. So okay. you just need to go find the main tourist agency like in Paris or Germany or, yeah. or wherever you're at. Yeah. And they will almost guarantee to have free walking tours from that point. Yeah. So. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Nice. Thank you all for listening. We hope, hopefully we stimulated your desire to travel <laughs> and taken away some uh, um, inhibitions. Oh, taking away some inhibitions? From them. Yes, I got it now. (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, Also, if you need to go to the bathroom, hopefully the pharmacist speaks English. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I was very lucky. (laughs) So you desire to travel more. Um, Last of all, before we go, as always, we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. They have everything you need for your career, whether it be project management, human resources, over 65 certificate programs. Um, Please give them a look um, and support us. You can find them at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And thanks again for listening. We love Mm -hmm. your support, Mm -hmm. and we love doing this Mm -hmm. for you. We want to do this forever. (laughs) And, And so please... Please listen in again. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye.